At KeyBank, we understand what you need to run a middle market company. We bring a team of strategists and problem solvers to design and deliver solutions critical to your business's success. KeyBank offers industry expertise, investment banking and capital markets, payment automation, loans and lines of credit, plus equipment financing. Connect with your local KeyBank team. Learn more at key.com slash commercial. Welcome to the Grit Daily Startup. I'm your host, Sebastian Rusk, and this is a podcast about what goes on behind the scenes at startups. The good, the bad, and the gritty. Let's dive in. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Grit Daily Podcast here live at South by Southwest. I am Anne Ahola Ward. I will be your moderator today. I am with my new friends, Michelle Jacobic. Did I say that right? Jacobic. Jacobic. I just asked you too. I'm so sorry. And Richard Minasi, who I think I got more correct. So I would love to learn a little bit more about both of you as we just met a second ago. Uh, I would love to hear what you're both working on now, and then we'll get into it. Yeah, so my name is Michelle Jacobic, and I am the CEO and founder of the Envision and Thrive Academy for Entrepreneurs, and um, also the author of The Path to Profits, an entrepreneur's guide to having it all and still having a life. (laughs) And I work with entrepreneurs in um, really going into the places around their vision uh, for their life by design, not just building the monster and then wondering what the heck they built, um, and really put an emphasis on cash flow and uh, the marriage between their business finances and their lifestyle, and then also uh, the visibility and bringing all of those pillars together holistically. Nice. Yeah, that's fantastic. I'm Dr. Richard Manassi, and I am the next purchaser of Michelle's book because that sounds absolutely fantastic. Uh, In fact, I run an accelerator program in Tampa, so I'll probably be buying a lot of them. Uh, So we'll work out things after the podcast, maybe a group discount. Yeah, sounds great. And I'm in Naples, actually. So (laughs) both Floridians. Yeah, save some money on the shipping, too. There you go. Uh, My background, pretty unique. I'm a physician. I hold an MBA as well, but I haven't seen a patient in about 12 years. I've been in the tech sector since then. A couple of different companies, some of which I've gotten very lucky with. Currently run an accelerator in Tampa called the Tampa Bay Wave. Been managing director there for, I think this is year seven now. I've uh, been a pretty wild ride. Feels like just yesterday that I jumped on board. Um, outside of that, uh, founded a couple of companies. I have one right now that's doing quite well for itself. Entrepreneur in residence as well for Techstars, University of Florida and the University of South Florida. Um, and yeah, just do anything and everything startups. Uh, invest some a little bit too on the angel side. Uh, quite happy with that and uh, loving everything happening in the tech sector right now, except for one thing, um, and that is uh, the news of the day that I'm sure we're going to get into here in short order. Very nice. I have something in common with both of you. I'm not a medical doctor. No, I play one on TV. No, uh, I am also a published author. I wrote the SEO Battlefield in 2017, uh, which was published by O'Reilly Media. And I also work with startups. I I was dubbed the mother of startups by CNN. Uh, It is a distinction I I hold quite dear because I go into startups and I save them uh, and help them make money and become profitable as an SEO. That's something I'm very proud of. So um, I think the buzz, I am now Austin-based but spent a lot of time uh, over a decade in Silicon Valley. I think the buzz right now that everybody's talking about is Silicon Valley Bank. So I think we just get right into it. What happened? 
I mean, this is this is a legit U.S. bank. This is this is something every startup in Silicon Valley is using. What what do we think happened here? Yeah, this is really scary stuff, right? Like, I mean, it, you can't avoid it, and I think that it's real. It, I think the 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 precipice of what's happening is this is scary. Like, this is like you wake up and you're like, how am I going to make payroll tomorrow? Like I have funds in this bank or maybe the payroll company has funds in that bank, like whatever you're looking at. Like there's this entire unknown, right? Like we thought the pandemic was an unknown, but now there's this financial, like literally heyday again. Mm -hmm. And I think that, you know, just read again, just reading what happened yesterday, um, you know, VCs pushing to pull, you know, put the panic into people and then the money getting pulled out and, and you know, now measuring, like, is this what caused this to happen? And how many other banks is this going to happen to? And I think for me, it comes down to reminding people about diversification and understanding, you know, where your dollars are, how are you going to get to them? Um, I'm going to let, you know, Dr. Richard over here weigh in um, because you're, you know, knee deep in that piece of that, the, 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 the funding and the raising and the trust factor is really scary right now. Uh, it is absolutely just madness out there. Uh, I can't tell you the number of calls I've had in the last 48 hours. Uh, it's been mind-blowing. The amount of illiquidity, um, we're not hearing about that yet, but I guarantee you, well, let's see, the next payroll cycle should be coming up here in just a few days. Mm -hmm. um, there's going to be some very interesting things happening in a hurry. So I've heard from VCs, I've heard from startups, all of them, uh, you know, in significant distress, uh, several of which, of course, thankfully did pull their money out in time, but many did not, to the tunes of millions of dollars. Um, it's not going to really, I don't think we're going to see the impact here for at least a couple of weeks, but uh, I have to tell you right now, my heart goes out. Yes. First and foremost, to all of the employees of Silicon Valley Bank, um, I mean, I've gotten to know in my 12 years here in tech a number of people at different levels of the organization. Every person I've met historically has just been absolutely wonderful, really cared about startups, really cared about the ecosystem on a national level and building and growing out tech in all ways. And uh, my first calls were actually directly to employees the minute I heard. Yeah. Just to make sure, hey, hopefully you guys are okay. If you need a soft landing place, let me know immediately. Pushing things out to my network, really letting them know that though downstream people might judge them based on this one part of their career life cycle, it does not define them that's as right. people. Such a great message. Absolutely. And that's something that, you know, as, as we move forward in this, I hope that's something that everyone remembers is that everyone associated with SVB, um, they're people too. They're incredibly brilliant. A number of them have just done such fantastic things that I've witnessed over the course of my career. Um, and I hope that this doesn't negatively impact them as they look into the future in their careers in finance world or otherwise. That's so great. What right. a beautiful support. Yeah, I noticed companies like uh, Roku, Roblox coming out, giving disclosure statements. I processed my payroll through Gusto. I got an email saying, hey, by the way, we have accounts there, but we don't run your payroll through it. I, it was news to me that that was even possible. Right. So I, I appreciate it. I do think in these times, transparency builds trust for sure. Um, so, But that's all anybody's talking about. That and, of course... Um, Bitcoin has not had uh, a great minute. Uh, it dipped under 20K, and I know a lot of people panicking. Even uh, USDC went down for just a hot minute, but then people were buying it versus selling it, so that was kind of interesting. I'm not sure if either of you are Web3 crypto people, but uh, any comments about... Basically, I think 
it's an eye-opener what has happened at Silicon Valley Bank, right? But I think crypto people are watching that thinking, okay, we're not the only ones getting beaten up here. We're not the only ones failing. So I'm curious if either of you have anything uh, to add on that. Yeah, that's a really good question. I think when it comes to everything crypto and Web3, the reckoning has already kind of started there. Um, I hope that there's not much more impact um, because I do feel like there was that dramatic, of course, run up and now they're in the down cycle. Um, but I'm hoping that it stabilizes out. Uh, that being said, Circle stashing was at $3 billion at SVB uh, that is now illiquid uh, certainly doesn't bode well. Um, and I think that more news will probably come out that more organizations akin to that uh, will also have coverage into SVB. Um, so I think the jury's still out on what the downstream impact will be. Um, though I know the general sentiment for people that are bullish on crypto is that this is the exact reason why crypto is the you know fiat of the future, for lack of a better term. Uh, I, I just don't know yet. Um, and this, and there are a lot of banks that, that didn't get impacted in the last week. Um, so is this going to be sort of that turning moment for Bitcoin and crypto? It uh, doesn't look like it, but that being said, I mean, I'd love to see Bitcoin make a, a rally and, and, get, uh, and get bullish again. Absolutely. I think it just maybe put a pep in a few people's steps because they're like, okay, well, we're not alone. This isn't great. It's not good for anyone, obviously, but um, I just thought that was interesting. Well, so, I wanna, someone I quickly look up, what, what's the Winklevoss's Twitter say? Because they, <laughs> they seem to be trendsetters, right? You know, and, and I'll speak, right, so from the other perspective, which is somebody who is not involved in NFT, blockchain, crypto, right? And, and just coming into that, it's been on my goal list for two years, like jump in and learn this thing, you know? And so for me, you know, as I'm watching things unfold, it's like, there's all of these messages that are like, you've got to get educated here. So if there's entrepreneurs listening that have not, they're in the startup space, but they haven't gone into this world of NFTs, crypto, blockchain, like it's time to educate ourselves. You know, I was fortunate enough last week to sit in Dallas in a mastermind and um, a woman that was speaking, um, I, her last name, I forget her last name, but Lee, and she literally just started studying eight years ago and, you know, basically made a, an announcement how on the panel that she put together a $200 million uh round for for the Vatican like they're doing an NFT and it's coming oh. out um, and, and I'm saying it because it's coming out on the 15th so I know that nice. it'll be uh, world news but even the Vatican is paying attention to the fact that there are they've got to be able to with more than 60,000 people it, that was the normal daily you know load to the Vatican that the this Pope is saying we've got to connect with the younger generation they're going to be using NFT and doing th this entire thing and I'm thinking this is the time where we all need to be looking at all of the different things and educating ourselves. I talk much on personal finance and how entrepreneurs don't, you know, they come out of school and college and they've got the, all of the different aspects. They don't have an MBA and they don't understand entrepreneurship. And so for me, it's a passion around personal finance and whatnot. But this is a whole new level that we need to be paying attention to when banking systems start to fail. Very astute point. Um, so I guess switching gears here a little bit. I don't know if either of you are Spotify people, uh, but Spotify got a major design overhaul this week. It made national news. Uh, Reddit also had a little bit of a touch up, but I couldn't help but notice that this was a very TikTok-y style um, overhaul. So I'm curious what your thoughts are about TikTok. Is, is this something the startups that you work with are using? 
Some of them are using it. Um, I am not a fan, uh, maybe because I'm much older than I look. Uh, but, uh, you know, at the end of the day, uh, our program, Tampa Bay Wave, the accelerator that I run, we do run a cybersecurity-focused uh, cohort. And that cyber cohort is one of our most successful. Um, we do get to kind of... Uh, see behind the curtain when it comes to a lot of security things and what I know about TikTok and especially the backing behind it kind of scares me quite a bit. Um, so it is something that I'm quite bearish on. Uh, but that being said, I love the fact that Spotify is adjusting their user interface and user experience to be uh, more intuitive, especially for the younger generation. I think that's a great call. I think we're going to see a little bit more and more of it. Um, I know that YouTube uh, with, uh, with their shorts um, and then uh, Instagram Reels, all of those are continuing to grow massively from a usage perspective. And I think we're going to kind of see more and more of that while also um, I think you're starting to see maybe a little bit more and more of a negative pushback on TikTok, uh, especially from the government side of things. So I would say let's watch that this year. Mm. Going into next year, we might be seeing some changes in, in a hurry. Well, there's litigation on the table in Texas to ban TikTok. Wow. Uh, because apparently that's a thing. So I'm curious if you guys, what you both think about the government's role here. Is this something they should interfere with? Is this something that they're maybe just not equipped to? Thinking both. the government has <laughs> Ultimately, we're at risk. And I as well, you know, like it's not a video thing. And am I going to get out there and be more consistent with my, you know, content so that I can get more followers and to get my, mes my mission and message out there? It's like, where am I safe in getting content out? And if you don't feel safe, and, I, and it is you know, in terms of watching, I'm watching other people get their message out and all of a sudden, you know, there's all these views, but you're watching the platforms that have done this for years that are consistent in the views and the spiking TikTok, but what's going to happen eventually, right? Like it's probably three, four months from now. I don't know. We don't have a crystal ball, but I'm more concerned about cyber uh, security and um, that whole thing. So I do feel that there's there's got to be something a little bit more, and I'm sure that it's going on and no one's talking about it. Yeah, but I think it's important. Absolutely. I mean, I, I think we're... It's like we're making it up as we go. Mm -hmm. um, I I certainly don't think that there's any standard smart solution that that exists here. I just know that I made a decision very early on that TikTok was not something I was going to get on. I had a client who had a, a VPN that had a packet analyzer, and so when I first thought, okay, maybe I should check this out. I'm a person of the internet. I need to know what's going on here. I had their app going the packet analyzer going and I was watching what it was asking for. And oh my goodness, I thought, okay, I handle sensitive information for clients. Yeah. I can't I can't risk this. So I made the decision early on, but, but what I've noticed is that a lot of the content that pops up and becomes so big on TikTok, this often spills over to other platforms. So I don't really feel like I'm yeah, missing. missing. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, FOMO is always a thing when you decide to not jump on a, a platform. platform, but I just knew that if I did, I, I just, it doesn't jive with any of my ideals Yeah. Uh, personally, but I don't know. I, I'm all about freedom too, right? Yeah. a free and safe internet. Yeah. So I'm curious to ask all of you or both of you, I should say, what are your thoughts on 
Uh, let me say uh, South by Southwest. What are you most looking forward to here at South by Southwest? Other than your own panels. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I, this is my first time and uh, yeah, it's been an incredible, like daily house, incredible. Um, just to, I'm just starting to come into this whole tech startup space of being called in, which is great on sort of that main street coming from, and I love that you said this doctor, like you were in medical practice, I was in insurance, right? So I owned an independent insurance agency. I literally had, you know, 4,000 clients that were all the gamut from manufacturing to liquor stores, to churches, to medical practices, and was immersed in entrepreneurship. And I think that the startup space in this tech space is, is other than selling cyber liability to people that needed to add it onto their practices and different businesses because of their out there with uh, client data and information, this is a whole new space for me. So this was an invitation that, you know, you start to get called into new places. It's completely foreign. So I'm here for the party and to learn learn what this space is really about. And it's been an honor to be here amongst so many amazing people um, that have been in this rodeo for quite a while and are willing to share their information and, and really get me excited about this whole new space of tech and, and startup. Because ultimately, all of the entrepreneurs that I've worked with were startups at some point. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. For me, it's a little bit different. So I've been part of South by Southwest for a very, very long time, very long time. And I have to tell you, um, after seeing what happened in 2020 with the city of Austin kind of putting a kibosh to South by the Friday before it was supposed to kick off, it was to kick off on like a Monday. Wow. And on Friday, all of a sudden, everything's done. Um, the world's on fire, right? Um, it's, it's really painful to see a lot of friends that were part of the South by Southwest team get let go. I think they ended up firing, I believe, 30 to 40% of the staff wow. within three weeks. Uh, I mean, it was just a lot of chaos. Um, my principal concern initially was just, hey, hopefully everyone helps get a good job, stabilize themselves. The world was on fire at that point, March yeah. 2020. Um, and then seeing it be propped up now by Billboard and then, you know, kind of this year feeling like we're back to not where it was pre-pandemic, but we're on the right path. I love that. And that's what I was looking forward to the most, uh, honestly. You know, I've been part of the advisory board for a number of years for South by Southwest on the pitch side, alternate judge for the pitch this year as well. Uh, Chris, uh, yeah, Chris Valentine, Michelle Murdo, they, they do incredible work there. Um, so for me, you know, South by used to just be a big party and yeah. business, but now it's really another great American comeback story. That's and great. it's something that as we look into the future, um, this year in particular, 2023, I think is that inflection point for South by Southwest to get back on track. And from the excitement I'm seeing from entrepreneurs, not just from throughout the U.S., but abroad, VCs, even amongst the Silicon Valley Bank crisis, I mean, it is really nice to see. And, uh, and I'm excited. I'm really happy to be here. Yeah, I love it. Same. I feel the same. I've been going to South by as long as it's been a thing. I went to University of Texas. I'm from Austin. Um, left to go to New York and then Silicon Valley for years, 13 years. But I always came back for the festival. I've only missed one or two years in the history of the conference. And I would, I would mirror your comments that I do think it's made a great comeback. It's always funny to me when people say that South by Southwest is dead because I always just think, well, it's dead for you. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> you great. know, it's going to be rolling as long as 
as long as uh, I think we'll see in our lifetimes because it's a conference that has only ever continued to evolve and I think is full of so many cool things. I mean, I am excited to go see some of the robots, the Porsche robot. There's like a giant transformer. There's always some fun random pop-up and that sort of serendipity we lose when we are in our homes all day, working yes. from home. We, we get isolated and when we get isolated, uh, we're losing out. So I think this is a great opportunity for all of us to explore and get excited about technology. So Michelle, I think your approach is perfect. Yeah, it's great. The Be innovation open. is just so just cool. Ride that wave. And yeah. That's how you do South by. And it's so exciting to be back, right? Live events, as you said, it, it, like we're craving it, you know, and the innovation that comes when you step into the incubators of innovation and energy and entrepreneurship, like this is what America's built on. And so to step into the incubator, like I'm so excited that this is my first year and it's, it's living up again. And I think it's just going to keep getting better. So I love being in, in your company. Oh, you're so nice. Oh, my new, my new best friends here. I am so excited. Well, thank you so much, both of you, for taking the time out of your busy schedules. And honestly, you could both be drinking right now, but, <laughs> you're, but you're here doing a podcast with me. So thank you for that. Yeah, but what people don't know on the podcast, I mean, this table is just littered with shots of alcohol. Yeah, <laughs> that's it's been right. a great time today. That's am, I, right. am I at Mardi Gras? No. <laughs> Old fashioned. Thanks, guys. Thank you so much. Have a great day, everyone. Take care. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode of Grit Daily Startup. If you haven't done so already, make sure you're subscribed to the show wherever you consume podcasts. This way you'll get updates as new episodes become available. This podcast is brought to you by GritDaily.com, the premier startup news hub. More information at GritDaily.com. Once again, I'm your host, Sebastian Rusk. Until next time, friends. Grit.